Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Uh, so, Griffin, you and your team have found uh, yourselves very successful in this here tournament of mm -hmm. hockey. Can you tell us a little bit about your team strategy, what you think got you to this point? Definitely, definitely. So we, uh, you know, I'm kind of the the outlier on this team who are otherwise just brick shit house huge guys, and I figure, you know, if our team has the most brick shit house huge guys to kind of just like throw people into walls and stuff, then I can just like you know, open goal free points, baby. Absolutely. Well, you know what? That, that's good to hear. It's good to hear that you're going out there on the ice and you're trying to bring the game home for the boys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm all about the boys. All about the boys. I'm all about boys and sticks and blades and glass. You heard it here, folks. Griffin Coldiron of the Columbus Carabiners <laughs> is into the Yo. boys, sticks, and blades. This has been... You'll <laughs> never lose your keys with this team. <laughs> this has been Field Correspondent, Zach Robb. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. We've, we've been on a hot streak for like news-related bits recently. It's um, a very uh, uh, saturated bit market. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that one that has previously been relatively untapped as far as, you know, we're... Yeah you know involved it's good time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. definitely 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 i like how you threw me into something about sports which is something i famously know nothing about yeah i just uh knew you'd bullshit your way through it and Aw. you know what you did a good job thanks bud oh you're welcome hi everyone welcome back to another episode of zach and griffin's multiversal pet shop i am griffin i am Zach, and we're back. I still got the 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 the, the sports some reporter. Real physicality to that. Zach. <laughs> Thank you. We are Zach. Uh, we are Zach. I am Zach. We and are holy Zach. shit, we are starting off on a very good for uh, today. Uh, boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Um, so Griff. Yes, sir. Uh, I think this is maybe our first. Um. Uh, should we address the weird uh, Wizards of the Coast bullshit on this on this podcast? I don't think we need to go too in depth to it. All I mean, we have long been supporters of third party content. Most in definitely, the D world. We're big fans of Frog God Games, Cobalt Press, and there's a bunch of other like third party supplements that like I've been meaning to dip our toe into, but like. There's days like today where we're scrambling to get an episode out because we're both extremely busy and mentally unwell. Most busy. I'm going straight from recording this to recording these silent secrets. But anyway, here we uh -huh. are. I've still got my news voice on, apparently. <laughs> you sure do. Um, all this to say, don't let Wizards of the Coast fucking fool you. Hashtag open D&D. If you can, go cancel your D&D Beyond subscription. I know I yep. sure as hell did. 
Um, cause they have, uh, flat out said that's the metric of if they're losing yeah. a lot of money and so uh, far they've lost 40,000 sub subscribers, which is awesome. Boycott the D and D movie honor among thieves, which I, you know, I'm sad cause I was excited about, but now mm-hmm. it's like, fuck you spoiled it. And pay attention to the voices out there that know more about this shit than we do. Oh, we know very little. Uh, like luck- I'm not a lawyer. I'm not yeah. a I'm not an entertainment like copyright person. There are people out there who are trustworthy and who are that. So do your research, find the right people to listen to, and support us in supporting them. Hey Hasbro, fuck off. Hey Hasbro, eat my whole cock. Yeah, what's the um the angry man who was in the virtual town hall? Um oh. when he, he yields <laughs> back his time. I yes. <laughs> Go yeah, he does this huge rant. I yield back my time. Fuck you. Was it was suck my dick and choke on it? Oh, I yeah. yield back my time. Fuck you. That's what it was. Yeah, Hasbro. That anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, so to talk about some third party uh, 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 creators, we're going to to are you a favorite of ours, which is mm-hmm. of course Cobalt Press's Tome of Beasts one. Yes. Before uh, we get with, there, though, I do ooh. Zach have a uh, a little segment called. Pet news, pet news. I've got a pet news for you. Ah, I'm so excited. Toadzilla, discovered in Australia, could be the world's largest. Okay. In the wild rainforest of Australia's north, park rangers have stumbled upon a predator so large they felt they had no choice but to dub it Toadzilla. The giant cane toad was discovered January 12th by rangers who were conducting track work in Conway National Park in the state of Queensland. A person who encountered this is quoted to say, I reached out and grabbed the cane toad and couldn't believe how big and heavy it was. We believe it's female due to its size. The female cane toads do grow bigger than the males. Uh, The Guinness Book of World Records currently has the largest toad recorded at 2.65 kilograms. This toad is 2.7. This is a world-shattering toad. Oh, holy shit, that's big. (laughs) All right, you know what? Giant toad, Toadzilla, we salute you. Congratulations, Toadzilla, setting uh, new heights for toad kind, just breaking that glass ceiling. Oh, just shattering it. My (laughs) goodness. Oh, God, it's so if I may, what a fucking unit. What a fucking unit. Goodness hey, gracious. Thank you for sharing that rendition of the do 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 fat news. Fat news. Um but but fr- friends, uh to to call back on, on many of our other bits here, um, as we're diving into uh Toma Beasts one. Mm-hmm. Today it's it's been a while mm-hmm. um, since we have done a our last rendition of Holy shit! Oh my god! These folks are fucking. It had been so long that I forgot. You were like, let's do a Hassam Gifafra. And I'm like, I know what that is. I yeah, forgot I know, I know. that there was a whole ass acronym. That, that's that actually an acronym? <laughs> <laughs> that big ass garbledy gook that we created that yeah. it wasn't an acronym? 
and we turned into an acronym that is actually relatively easy to say. Hassam Gutfafer. Hassam yeah. Gutfafer. There are worse acronyms out there. You know what? There are. If this is your first, holy shit, oh my god, these folks are fucking rad. We know that third-party content books and all sorts of monster manuals are full of creatures out there that are just kind of folks that it'd be but those... weird to own. But <laughs> we also just like to pay, uh, pay respect, homage to yes. those folks who are, in fact, fucking rad. Indeed. And to kick off the radness, uh, Zach, we're going to be talking about the Burrowlings. <laughs> uh, the Burrowlings, they're, I think, just groundhog folk. Yeah. I think they're just groundhog folk. They're, they, they're just little groundhogs. Yeah. This one, we see it's a, it's a bipedal groundhog, you know, the brown fur, the groundhog mm -hmm. face. It's got like a cool arm, like bracer thing, like a little, yeah, uh, little leather bracelet, and then also a satchel. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, very flat, darling. Flat out looks like one of those guys. Remember that video where it's just a couple of groundhogs and they're like, ah, ah, <laughs> and they're just yeah. like screaming. Yeah, it's that's just this guy. Upon further inspection, I think they also might be akin to like prairie dogs. Oh, cute. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Because it think says here in their kind of opening line, these light brown furred creatures inquisitively survey their surroundings, each comforted by the presence of others. And that makes me think of like round, uh, uh, prairie dogs popping out of their little holes and looking around and stuff. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I believe um, gophers, unlike prairie dogs, do not have. So, yeah, I think they might be a part of the same family. That would make sense. Yes. Nice. Oh yeah, their uh, 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 squirrel. Uh, their other biological relatives include groundhogs, chipmunks, marmots, and woodchucks. Woohoo! So yeah, prairie dogs, groundhogs, they're similar. All in that same kin. Yeah. How many holes could a burrowling <coughs> dig if a burrowling could dig holes? Well, burrow. How many? How many burrow? <coughs> how many burrows could a burrowling burrow if a burrowling could burrow burrows? For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, burrowlings work together at every task, digging tunnels, foraging, and rearing their young. They are omnivorous, eating roots, berries, insects, and reptiles. They consider snakes a particular delicacy. Ooh. The most advanced burrowling towns set up rudimentary farms, where they grow the fruits and vegetables they usually find in the wild. Fuck yeah! Nice. Safe warrens. Some towns have domesticated prairie dogs, which burrowlings train to stand watch alongside their masters. Pairs of adults stand watch around the town perimeter and sound a warning when they spot a foe. An alerted town retreats into the safety of its warrens, while the strongest creatures add more tunnels if necessary and close, a and close access from the surface until the threat has passed. In combat, burrowlings stand together in defense of the helpless young and fight with crude slings or their sharp teeth and claws. Mm -hmm. They're Aww. just cool. They're just cool, cool friends. The next one looks sad. Oh, <laughs> it sure does, huh? What you mean the line that says "die of loneliness"? Yeah, that one. Oh, if separated from its coterie, a burrowling becomes despondent, crying for others of its kind. <laughs> oh no! Oh, a lone burrowling usually dies of loneliness within a week. Oh, Unless it can no. find its way back to its town or discover another burrowling town. 
Oh my god, that's so sad. A rarely a solitary creature makes its way to a non-burrowling settlement where it attempts to assist its new community. This frustrates the creature and those it interacts with as it tries to anticipate what its companions want. It may join an adventuring party in the hope of returning to the settlement. After spending at least six months with a party, the burrowling can use its burrow tactics ability with its new allies. You know, once it's bonded with them. <laughs> oh. Burrowlings live up to 15 years. Twice a year, a burrowling female bears a litter of up to three pups. But in especially dangerous regions, the creatures breed prodigiously to keep their population ahead of massive attrition. In cases like this, a female has a litter of five pups every other month. Whoa. A burrowling pup reaches, uh, reaches adulthood within a year. Just the wording of that, I don't know why, but I imagined like a female burrowling. Is, you know, it's like twice a year they have a litter of up to three pups. So it's just like one day they're walking around and then suddenly like, oh God, it's time. Oh, shit. <laughs> Honey. Oh, I forgot what week it was. Honey. <laughs> Just Help. spontaneous doesn't have yeah. Call the midwife. <laughs> spontaneous birth. Oh god. Uh, they are small humanoids. They're lawful neutral, typically. Uh, twenty-seven hit points. They have a thirty-foot walking speed and a ten-foot burrow speed. Uh, they're fairly dexterous and have otherwise pretty average stats across the board. Uh, bonuses to perception, however, dark vision. They speak common. Uh, they have a cool ability called Burrow Awareness. A burrowling gets advantage on perception checks if at least one other burrowling is awake within 10 feet. So kind of that's a uh, uh, crowd mentality. Mm -hmm. uh, and they've got pack tactics uh, where they have advantage on attack rolls if they're adjacent to at least one other burrowling that's capable of attacking. And they're, uh, they have a bite and a claw attack, and as mentioned earlier, they can also uh, use crude slings uh, in attacking people. So they've got some uh, a ranged option as well. The burrow awareness just reminds me of Lion King one and a half. When there's the song with the meerkats, and they're like, what was that? I don't remember Before. this. I know I watched this movie in my youth, Lion King but one I don't and a half, remember. Man. Fucking classic. <laughs> the best Lion King movie, hands down. Wow. Hot takes from Zach today. Lion King one and a half, better than the original. Throwing <laughs> out there. <laughs> and both bo both beat the weird second one by far, though. See, I don't really remember the second one either, but like I was a big Lion King kid, so. Yep. Hey, I'm uh dropping I'd hard truths, and that is Lion King of the one that one and a half is a fucking banger of a movie, and no one can tell me otherwise. Um, if you want to get at Zach for his hot takes, it's uh, at that at guy, that Zach guy. Rob on Twitter, <laughs> yeah. uh, or you can go to patreon.com slash ghostlight media and drop two bucks a month for our private discord server and you can roast him privately. Uh, or you can tell me how right I am. <laughs> you know, either or uh, both are accepted. Um, I will. The people out there. Dying. I will fight to my dying breath defending that movie. <laughs> the people who are listening right now going, yes, thank you. Like. Yeah, I hey, I see you. I see you. You can join us in the Discord. <laughs> you can join us in the Discord. No, these guys are rad. You know, um, they're just rad. Yeah, a modern society, like you know, like hang out with some burlings, like you know, really good. If like you, you, you know, your friends, and it's just like, oh hey, um, Terry Prairie Dog man, um, 
you know, me, me and the missus are doing a little bit of landscaping tomorrow. If you guys are interested, we've got some snakes for you. Ooh, like, Ooh snakes, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's how they laugh now. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, their whole colony shows up and they're like, you got snakes? You got snakes? We got this. And then they just like, it's like that, like one <laughs> a cartoon goat, like lawnmowers, uh, a lawn. <laughs> <laughs> They just disappear underground and yeah, pop just, back up in and unison, and it's done. suddenly everything's perfectly level. Like, yeah, incredible. Yeah, we'll work for snakes. <laughs> we'll work for snakes. <laughs> hey, you got snakes back there? Hey, I don't mean to intrude, but are those snakes? Hey, hey, come here. Hey, are you looking for some snakes? <laughs> I might be here. I might be looking for some snakes. Oh, yeah. Come, come, come follow me for just a bit. We can, yeah, uh, for sure, we can, for we sure. can talk about some snakes. Yo, um, yeah, um, uh, Miles Meerkat sent me. Oh, you friend of Miles. Okay, yeah. that, gets you, that gets you a discount. All right. Gets you one, one, one gardener snake for, uh, <laughs> is it gardener or garter? <laughs> just, yeah. I've I have heard it both ways, and I don't know which is correct. Is it a gardener snake or a garter snake? Garter snake. That's it's apparently a, right. It's a garter snake. Gardener. Gardener or garter snake. Well, it may have been me as a child because I was like, oh, you find them in the garden because they're just little snakes that yeah, are hanging for sure. out. Yeah. But, yeah, garter snake makes sense. Most many folks don't get the illusion and call them gardener snakes. Instead. Oh, nice! So it is garter snake. Hey, at least I'm not alone in this. <laughs> Just <laughs> like I know feet. I'm not alone about Lion King one and a half. <laughs> Brought it back. <laughs> Brought it back, baby. Yeah, there seems to be a, a pretty pretty common snake misnomer there. Yeah, it's uh, what was it the the Mandela effect? Uh yeah. It's like like the Bernstein or the Bernstein oh. bears, like that sort of a thing. That that's that's it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 We'll work for snakes. We'll work for snakes. <laughs> we'll work for uh insects, beetles, yeah. maybe. Maybe some nuts. Yeah. Ooh. We'll we'll always work for nuts. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> It was too easy. It was too easy. But, uh, it was right there. It was right uh, there. Anything else to cover on Burrowlings? Nah, I think that uh, I think that just about wraps up Burrowlings. They're uh, pretty fucking rad. Pretty fucking rad. You know what I gotta say? What's These that? folks are fucking rad. Hell yeah. But Griff, what we yeah. got next? Uh, this is the Goat Man. Goat Man. It's just the Goat Man. What's it's up, just Goat a, Man? This is just a big white furred Goat Man. Uh huh. And I know, like, you'd be thinking like a satyr, but no, no. <laughs> This is like a goat, man. Like, like is a goat, but like is a man. But is a man. This hunched man-like figure lurches with a strange, half-hopping gait. Tattered clothing hangs from its muscled shoulders, and its legs are those of a ram, ending in cloven hooves. Are there any other type of hoof? Yeah, I think there's just a normal hoof. Just regular hoof. Well, because their hooves, you know, like they've got the split down the center. Yeah. So they're, you know, like, 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 like they're cloven. I just always hear cloven hooves, and it's just like feels like, you know, is there other any other kind? I don't know. Google it. Yeah. But yeah, mm. these uh, folks are trespassers on the rights apparently. Oh. 
But that's like R-I-T-E-S. Oh, okay. The first of the goat men was the victim of a powerful curse intended to punish him for spying on magical rites exclusive to the women of his tribe. Admiring the grotesque result, the black goat of the woods with a thousand young... Okay, this is a very long title because it's all capitalized. It's the black goat of the woods with a thousand young. Hi, yeah, are you here for the job interview? Yeah, oh, what's your name? Oh, hi, yeah, Black Out of the Woods with a Thousand Young. Right, yeah, you're next on the list. Oh, is that B-G-O-T-W-W-A-T-H-T-Y? Now that's a bad, that's a bad acronym. Yeah, Begothwathi. What's up, Begothwathi? What's up, my dude? Oh man, with a thousand years. adopted him as its servant and ensured that all who committed the same taboo fell to the same curse and thus into the black goat's service. Like oh, so that's just the black goat, yeah. not the black goats of the woods with a thousand young. Yeah, you know, it's got to get a shorten it somewhere, and whatever the fuck we just said a minute ago certainly isn't it. Yeah, what bigoth wathy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that uh, one. Uh, they got bleeding speech. What's up, bro? Bro. A goat man's head is tusked, adorned with curling ram's horns, and its beard often drips with gore. How did it get there? From goring people. Okay. Rose of trans- volition. Uh, rows of transparent needle-like teeth fill its mouth. Whoa. These teeth are malformed and make clear speech impossible for goat men, though they understand other speech perfectly well. Well, yeah, they don't have needle teeth in their ears. Fucking idiots. Oh, snap. We're about to get into some uh, into some Lovecraft shit here. Oh, they yeah. serve foul cult- uh, cults, cultists of Shub Nagurath, of or the black goat in sta- uh, good standing are sometimes granted the services of a goat man. The creatures yeah. guard ritual sites, visit settlements to capture or purchase suitable sacrifices, and perform certain unspeakable acts with cult members to call forth ritual and magic. What does that mean? Ritual site visit settlements capture unspeakable acts with cult members. Perform certain unspeakable acts with cult members to call, you know, like kissing. That's what I was worried about. Holding hands. I don't. Um, it's that um uh uh Mar- that that Markiplier Smasher Pass. If I say yes, is, does that make me a furry? <laughs> Smash. Smash. Uh, so this is a medium monstrosity, chaotic evil. It's got some natural armor, 65 hit points, a, a speed of 40 feet. That's pretty quick. Woo! Yeah. Um, and its stats, not bad. It's, char- it's charisma's an eight. Yeah. So, like, that's to be expected. But it's got a deck saving throws, also acrobatics, athletics, and stealth. <laughs> Whoa. Um, they've got resistances to bludgeoning, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical weapons that aren't silvered. Oh. Um, so you can just silver a weapon and it would work. Uh, it's immune to charmed and frightened. And it knows common giant troll kin, but can't speak. It has a head headbutt um, move. Nice. If the goat man moves at least 10 feet straight forward, a creature 
Uh, and then hits it with a slam attack on the same turn. The target must succeed on a DC 14 strength save uh, or be knocked prone and stunned for one round. Ooh. If the target is prone, the goat man can make one bite attack against it immediately as a bonus action. Ooh, that's dirty. Stun's a motherfucker. Stun is a motherfucker. And that sucks, too, because it's yeah, it knocks you prone, so it gets advantage. And then well, I mean, you were also stunned, so it gets advantage. And then it's an auto crit. Shit, because you're is. stunned. Fuck. That's a nasty combo. That's nasty. Uh, it's got a multi-attack. It makes one bite and one slam. I like to think that like when it bites you, it just picks you up and then slams you with its head. Oh, and then just nice. like, yeah. like lifts you up and they're just like, wham. Just like, like no arms uh, needed. Goatman suplex. Goatman suplex, but just mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then you lean back. Yeah, you tilt back. <laughs> Goatman uh, would make a great pro wrestler. Yo, Goatman would be a really good pro wrestler. I could see it in, a, in a, like a tasteful singlet. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Reading yeah. my minds of, right, of, of thoughts that I didn't even know were in there. So Goatman. If, yeah. uh, so, so say this was you know WWE, AEW, sure. one of those big wrestling organizations. Shaw. What would be this thing's walkout track? Hmm. Something by Black Sabbath, I think. Ooh, okay. Like, I, I, I don't know enough. Like, like, I'm not landing on, like, a particular song. I'm just kind of going for the vibe right now. That or. But just, like, since Black it Sabbath cults, feels appropriate. That, or maybe the cult of personality. <laughs> that feel maybe. I, I'm, I'm into it. I'm the cult of personality. Do, 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 do. Yeah, and it just walks out like got that big strut and like mm-hmm. you know it's thing that's got to be like some highlighter color. Like it's like a real big green or like yeah pink. Like it's it's a loud color. You know what I mean? Yeah. Face or heel? Oh, you know what? I think everyone expects Goatman to be a face, but I so to be a heel. But I think it's a face. Okay, interesting. You know, like you know, it, it, like when it's first introduced, like you know, it comes out and everyone's like, oh, what's going to happen? But then it comes up and it's like, hey, I'm the goat man. And if there's one thing that I love, it's civil responsibility. And everyone's like, all right, okay, goat man. Flashes a big smile, but instead of the scary teeth, there's just like a fun grill in there. Yeah, no, he he got he has veneers. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Goatman, but it's just really normal people teeth. There you go. And it's kind and it's of like, unsettling, oh. but Yeah, oh. it's like, oh, but like I can see he's putting in effort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh D and D pro wrestling is not uh, like a, a a vein that we've really pursued, but I'm really into this. Yeah, I think ever since the the Adventure Zone was the Boston Stunt Show spectacular, yeah. it's been like you know what, it's it's been touched, and it's it was been, done, and it was it was done pretty well. So was, you know what, the McElroys really aced it. So they did, they did big time. But uh, Goatman giving them a run for their money. You know, Goatman. Well, I, I I wasn't I wasn't uh, convinced, but um, I'm here for the Goatman. Yeah. Like, imagine this thing fucking flying at you off the turnbuckle. Like, come Ooh. on. And, like, like it's got those goat legs, so it's got some hops. Oh, it's going to have the hops. 
It's got that, as it says, what well, a, a half hopping gait. Yeah. It's just kind of it just it floats like a butterfly. It stings like being gored by its numerous <laughs> tusks. <laughs> float like a butterfly. <laughs> float like a butterfly. Sting like a goat man. <laughs> Fuck like a goat man. Yuck. Sorry, no. Kiss like a goat man. There you go. Yes. There you go. Float, float like, like a, a butterfly. butterfly. Kiss like, kiss a, goat like man. a goat man. That's that's goat man's like thing in the ring is right oh. before like you know gets the setup just gives just like turns his big goat head gives him a little kiss on the cheek and then just fucking sends him through the mat. Yeah. If it's uh, if float like a butterfly, kiss like a goat man. Sorry, his walkout music has to be "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal. <laughs> <laughs> Watch a baby. The most wildest, the wildest walkout music for yeah, a pro wrestler. What the fuck is this? And it walks out, you know, dressed like in like, like pink and blue. Just came out like just cotton candy, pink and blue. Like everyone's like, wait, well, you hear that opening, and it's like, oh shit. The goat yeah. man's here. Let's go. <laughs> really yeah, subverting yeah. expectations. Oh, definitely. That, that's what that's what the goat man's all about is subverting expectation. Goat man subverting expectations since 2023. I'm in love. Ad you break. Good job, goat man. Ad break. We, hey, goat man, we salute you. Goat man, we at the pet shop salute you. You're fucking rad. Fucking rad. Awesome. Riley, play the ad! Hi, I'm Shifty Mercutio, owner and operator of Shifty Mercutio's pre-owned genies and genie resale emporium, home of the multiverse's largest supply of gently used genie paraphernalia. You know how many times people get overwhelmed by the prospect of three wishes and just choke up halfway through? What are those genies supposed to do then, huh? Just wait? Nah, 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 that's where I, Shifty Mercutio, come in. Every genie on my shelves has at least... Some wishes guaranteed. What? You don't take me, Shifty Mercutio, at my word? Well, listen to some of my partially satisfied customers. This thing only had half a wish left. How the fuck am I supposed to use half a wish? I thought I lucked out when this shitty lamp had a full wish left in it. I wished I was rich. It legally changed my name to Richard. Zero stars. This place sucks ass. My genie won't even work with me. I wish I'd never bought this stupid lamp. Oh, now you work? Now you work. Fuck you, piece of shit. What heartwarming words. So, if you're in the market for, or in possession of, a pre-owned or recently resold genie, come on down to Shifty Mercutio's pre-owned genies and genie resale emporium. Shifty Mercutio's. You get what you get. Don't throw a fit. That was faster than the actual ad. Yeah, look at that. Normally we sit there and, 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 and shoot the shit for a while, but yeah. we wanted to get right back into yeah. the action. Does that make us time travelers, Zach? I think so. Nice. Up top. What's up? <laughs> what, what we got? Uh, It's Rum Gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> I love it already. You know, Zach, sometimes you get a fun one, like our friend the Ale House Drake. Yes. Um, that people are still are upset about uh, from the Tournament of Champions. And hey, like, I get it. I get it. I get I'm it. I'm trying to remember who won now. 
Uh, we got it down to a. It was oh shit! I think it was the gray render. The gray render one that makes. I think sense. gray render. Gray render's, won. gray render's pretty sick. I gotta say yeah. it, but also we love you, Alehouse Drake. We love you, Alehouse Drake. You're welcome in the shop every time. Rum Gremlin TBD. Let's figure it out. Um, Rum Gremlin's a tiny fay. Looks what you would expect a gremlin to look like. Kind of just like goblin face and green skin big ears it's kind of got that like alcohol like flush to it yeah and he's just kind of he's just got like a vice grip on a big bottle of rum it is a big bottle of rum yeah found on docks and ships these small pot-bellied monstrosities have bright green hair orange eyes and a drunken stare they are only a foot tall and weigh 10 pounds, but they are renowned for causing mischief far beyond their tiny size. And their mouths are filled with razor-sharp teeth. Gross. Yeah. Not starting off great there, Rum Gremlin. <laughs> they have a drunken aura. Okay. Rum Gremlins make their homes near the docks of seaside towns, and some are known to stow away on ships. Each, uh, each rum gremlin radiates a magic aura, causing drunkenness, affecting any creature in the area. Oh, fuck. Those affected find it difficult to stay on their feet and may become sick from the effect. Huh. The little horrors often create distracting sounds and small traps. Rum gremlins prey on sailors and dock workers, working in groups to swarm affected victims who they drag into their lairs below docks or in the holds of ships. They also take great delight in the collateral damage their magic can wreak, frequently sparking accusations and quarrels in places they inhabit before picking off isolated victims. Fuck. But they are rat friends. <laughs> or have rat friends. One of the two. Okay. Oh, well, well, yeah. Rum gremlins are often found with rat swarms or doppel rats that uh, they have trained to help protect their nests. The sound of bells drives rum gremlins into a rage and they will go to great lengths to destroy the source of their torment hey rum gremlins just a thought if you don't like the sound of bells don't hang out near ships or docks but that's where the rum's at but that's also quite often where the bells are coming from i mean yeah it'd be like oh man you know what i hate i hate nets Let's hang out on the soccer pitch. <laughs> what? Uh, Man, right. I fucking hate jackhammers. Gotta wanna love go, construction sites. Wanna go to the construction site, though? <laughs> love it there. Love it. Fucking hate jackhammers, though. My first knee jerk. You ready? Yeah. You find a chill rum gremlin. Uh-huh. You know how A like chum a, like gremlin. A, a chum gremlin. You know what, like a casino, where they give you free drinks while you're gambling, because yeah. they want you to get drunk and spend more money. Yeah. You walk in the door, and you're already there. <gasps> you're already you know, drunk. You have a rum gremlin just hanging around, doing his thing, drinking rum, mm -hmm. making people drunk, loose with their money. It's genius. Yeah. It's genius. It would save me a lot of money. It would save so much money. If you had a buddy, Rum Gremlin, who can, like, dial it in to your, like, oh, yeah. specified, like, preferred level of drunkenness. Yeah. The sweet spot, as it were. Yeah, you're like, hey, Marco, give me give me 15%. Hey, hey. Oh, fi oh, 15? 15. 
Hey, you want? You sure you don't want seventeen today? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's give it. Let's give it like a like a sixteen and a half. Okay, we'll settle with sixteen. All right, hunk it down. Hold on to your butt. Okay. Oh, what do we do with the drunken sailor? What do we do? Oh, do they do they do it through shanties? I don't know. I just decided that's where I was going. I love that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that um, I also had a, a weird. Um, I see the ad so vividly. You see like a rum gremlin in like a a short sleeved like dress shirt and okay. like a like a clip on tie, and he's like, "Hey, how are you? My name is Frank Rum Gremlin, and I run Frank Rum Gremlin's Rat Training Academy." Okay. It says that they they train train rats. This is where I'm going. It's like, do you ever want your rats to you know be a little more mindful around your house? You send them to me. (laughs) Send your rats to Rat College, run by me, Frank Rumgrumlin. (laughs) Rumgrumlin. (laughs) Frank Ah Gremlin. Yes, Frank Rumgrumlin. Oh boy, that's the thing. It's a very '80s sort of style infomercial. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm where, with you now. Yeah, that really, that like, really cinches it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you do you want your rats to uh, pick up your unwanted apple cores? No problem. <laughs> <laughs> you want them to bring you a beer from the refrigerator? They can't carry that. What are you thinking? <laughs> But, it's really it's really for the rats to learn the abilities and you as the rat like um like master to understand the limitations of your rats and yeah. not give them impossible tasks so you don't form animosity there. For tw- for 12 easy payments of 369.95. Nice. You too can own my informational 6 VHS set. <laughs> It's absolutely a VHS set, 100%. Yeah. Oh, God. Rum Gremlins are tiny fey. They are class chaotic evil. But whatever. That's no fun. They have 22 yep. hit points, a 13 armor class, 20 foot speed, 10 foot climb, 10 foot swim speed. Uh, hmm. Decent decks, pretty average everything else. Plus five stealth, immune to poison, 120 foot dark vision. They speak common they can cast prestidigitation at will and they can cast hex three times per day uh they have advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects multi-attack with a bite and a claw and that aura of drunkenness the rum gremlin radiates an aura of drunkenness in a radius of 20 feet around it every creature that starts its turn in the aura must make a successful dc 12 constitution saving throw uh against poison or be poisoned for one hour creatures that have drunk any alcohol during the previous hour have disadvantage on the saving throw nice while while affected by this poison a creature falls prone if it tries to move more than half its speed during a turn interesting as they're just like Jack Sparrow stumbling around. <laughs> and then there's Rum a... Uh, are yeah. a mess. Yeah, I like them a lot. Yeah, they're just, uh, as I t- kind of said to you in the notes earlier, they're just the Alehouse Drake's, like, shitty cousin. 
Yes, that they are. Um, I don't know if I can salute and or really classify these guys as rad. Mm, that's fair. But they're all right. Yeah. You know, meh. They're pr- kind of mid. They're mid. Yeah. Mid gremlins. <laughs> Rum midlands. You might... Sp- <laughs> You could say that they're not top shelf. No, they are. <laughs> they're definitely not top shelf, bro. This is a well gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I worked man. as a bartender for one day. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Fuck. 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 I don't right. like them. No, we cl- you want to close the book on these? Yeah. I don't really like one <laughs> gremlin. That was the like, sound of the book. <laughs> okay. That's the book. That's the book closing sound for sure. Do it one more time. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Rum Gremlin, Rum Gremlin tried its best, but just, it just can't hang. It's just not there. It just can't hang. Ironically, can't, can't hang. hang. Yeah. You know what? I, I, just, just first look, I think really can hang, though. I think Rum Gremlin thinks that it can hang. Yeah. But, but like every like two months, Rum Gremlin's friends have to stage an intervention. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. I do think this next creature can hang, though. Are you, think you ready? So? I think so. Let's see if they can hang. So these folks, they're the Loxoda. Okay. So often called elephant centaurs Holy by humans fuck. and gnolls, Loxodas are massive creatures that combine the torso of an ogre and the body of an elephant. Holy shit. Hating and fearing all strangers, they live in open plains and scrubland. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? I don't know. I don't know why I say half the things, uh, have half of the things I say the you way know, I do. Scrubland. Scrubland. Yes. Scrubland. <laughs> hey, where are you from? Ah, you know, I'm Yo, coming out from Scrubland. <laughs> from the Scrubland there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My cousin, uh, my cousin Rick lives out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I live on 25th. No shit. No shit. I was over there all the time at that park that's right on the corners. Bacon, that's the one. Right Baker's near, uh, Park. Right near yeah. Ronnie's Bodega. The Ronnie's Bodega. Yeah. Best, best ham, egg, and cheese in Scrubland. God, I fucking love Scrubland. Good neighborhood. Really up and coming. <laughs> so they have nomadic families. Uh, Loxodas <laughs> live in small herds of two to three extended families. Okay. Several of these communities will usually cluster together allowing members to move between groups as they get older very good i was mm-hmm. hoping they didn't stay in the same like three family pool for their whole lives yeah that would be messy a little messy <laughs> uh yes uh they have no permanent settlements and instead loxota families travel to new areas when they deplete the available food Voracious eaters, a family of lox, uh, loxodas, will quickly strip trees bare of leaves or hunt and cook an entire elephant. Damn. They devour both meat and vegetation. Yeah, I think it's worthwhile to take a sec to not only go into the physical description of these guys a little bit. Um, also, before we get to the stat block, it, it is notable that they are classed huge. Oh, damn. They's real big. Yeah, Fuck. my guy. They didn't even think about that. So, yeah, we've got... So, think like an elephant. Yeah. Now, chop its head off. Oh. And where its head would be, slap an ogre torso onto it. Yeah. Make the whole thing that classic elephant gray. 
Um, now this now this fish got like some cool like you know like marking like tribal markings all over. Mm-hmm. Some like you know decorative stuff that like it loops around the arm but that hangs on the chest. It's very interesting. Um, it's got two nip piercings. Let's <laughs> say the nips are pierced. Um, and it's With got some just nice some, golden hoops. Yeah, yeah, some big tusks, and uh, it's just got a big old spear. Looks like it's made out of like obsidian or some shit. Yeah, I'm trying to put the spear into perspective with this thing's size. That has to be at least like a 15 foot long. Spear. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like, that's I a would pike. probably. I might come up to this thing's haunch. Uh huh. And I'm a tall boy. You like, are. I tall. would probably get to like you know like its back hip. Uh huh. Yeah. Like the legs are Zach Rob sized. The legs are Zach Rob sized, definitely. So this fish is huge. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. They're often underestimated. Many people assume that Luxodas are as dull witted as the ogres they resemble. Okay. This is <laughs> often a fatal mistake. As the elephant centaurs are quite intelligent. I was gonna say, I me looking at this thing, I don't underestimate this fucking thing in the no, slightest. No, this thing would kill me immediately. That thing would kill me and my family and my house. Yeah. Their simple equipment and straightforward living comes not from a lack of skill or knowledge, but their own isolationism and xenophobia. Their immense size and quadruped body makes it difficult for them to mine metal ore. And they violently reject communications and trade with other people. The little metal they can gather is either taken from the bodies of their prey or stolen in raids on dwarven, human, or knoll settlements. Hmm. They have vestigial tusks. All Loxodas have curved tusks. While they are too small for use in even ritual combat, they are often decorated with intricate carvings, inlays, or dyed in a pattern developed by their family. Love that. Oh, kind of like how... um, Scottish clans have their own uh, own uh, plaid yeah, patterns. The tartans. Tart- yeah. Each individual also adapts the patterns with their own individual marks, often inspired by important events in their lives. Most Loxodas put golden rings or jeweled bracelets stolen from humanoids on their tusks as trophies. Or their A Loxoda nips. Ma- a Loxota matriarch may have long dangling chains of such ornaments indicating her high status and long life. Nice. They stand 18 feet tall and weigh nearly 20,000 pounds. Oh my fucking God. Yeah, it's a lot. Damn. So yeah, huge monstrosity, neutral evil, 13 armor class, 147 hit points. God. 40 walking speed. Strength in 19, uh, con in 19, uh, wisdom is 14, dex nice. and int are 12, and charisma is 10. So no Yikes. negatives. Real good at uh, survival. Um, they speak Loxodan. So uh-huh. what the Loxodons speak, I'm assuming also. Makes sense. Makes sense. The, yeah. The elephant folk can talk to each other. Yeah. Um, but they have a trampling charge. If I'll say. <laughs> moves at least 20 feet straight toward a large or smaller creature, it then attacks with a stomp. The stomp attack is made with advantage. If the stomp attack hits, the target must succeed on a DC 15 strength save or be knocked prone. Classic. Um, and they have a multi-attack. They make two attacks, but no more than one of them can be a maul or javelin attack. Okay. Yeah. So they've got a maul attack, which is set plus seven to hit. 66 plus four. Wow. That's just it's every attack. Dude. That's it's. Yeah. It's stomp is a uh, 3d10 plus four bludgeoning. Jesus. Or it's javelin. 
Uh, it's got a rain of, of 30 to 120. Yeah, these things can hawk those. Yeah, and that's 3d6 plus 4 piercing. You know, just a full 2d6 over a regular javelin. Yeah, holy shit, dude. Imagine getting, yeah, skewered by one of those. It's like if you ever watched the James Cameron Avatar and, like, you don't really understand the difference between the height of, like, the people there and the Navi and then they get hit by one of their arrows that's longer than they stand. (laughs) And it's like, oh, shit, I forgot. Oh, (laughs) no. Can you imagine just, like, a herd of these running at full speed? I could not. I could not imagine. just the earthquake that that would cause it'd be fucking horrifying dude these things are gigantic oh my yes God. yes they are i love them they scary but i love them oh they very scary but and at the same time the quite jaunty nip piercings are really disarming they are it's like oh this guy's a little freaky <laughs> they're fun all right. Um, I'm having trouble coming up with bits just because they're kind of really cool. Uh huh. Um, even though, like, you know, their whole thing is like we don't like other people and we will kill them. Yeah. Um, but like, oh, the lore is really cool. Yeah. You know, like when like really lore cool. is like is like bad and it's like dark, but like it's good, and you're like, fuck. Yeah. There's this weird thing that goes into world building that like you kind of have to, like, we we all know that you know it's the job of the players. It's like the individual stories to like. The world can't just be all perfect and happy because then the players have nothing to go up against. Yeah. Like, there's room for that, definitely. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, there's the Loxo. I could, you know, you set up the Loxo to like this. You have the couple NPC side characters that are, you know, break away from the established lore. You need that. You need that lore so that characters can have something to go against. I, 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 I I don't have a cool bit. They're cool. They're very cool. Um, Loxoda, uh, 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 MC. <laughs> like a, like, you know, like a, host. like a, oh, okay. Um, like for, uh, something like America's Got Talent. Okay. Um, well, I guess what's, what's their vibe? A real, a real Nick Cannon type. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's the vibe that they like give on stage though? Like what's their stage presence like? Uh, uh, scary. Okay. Like with like a jaunty bow tie to kind of like so you know, like let a, people like, know that they're like friendly it's like a less charming terry cruz <laughs> vibe uh, very very terry cruz i mean i think they're just their outward appearance is it's it's intimidating it's 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 yeah. hard to it's hard to combat yeah uh, but they do their best very terry cruz style oh okay so okay so they they are a little a little uh they they present fr- friendly they're just mm-hmm. big and scary is the is the thing the picture comes to mind of Terry Crews after having like ripped his shirt off and he's wearing like a woman's brassiere. Yeah. Uh, and is just shredded and screaming, but everyone nearby is laughing because it's a great time and they know that. Yeah. Got, okay, cool. Yeah. So you said scary, but with a bow tie. So I just imagine it was on stage and it's like, up next we have <laughs> Tony Simpkins. And everyone's like, Okay. I think that's still kind of the voice. <laughs> oh, but, nice. But like, they're doing their best. Nice. <laughs> it's like um in Futurama, the news reporter who like yeah. is the <laughs> and in other news, the invading you, alien. Yeah, all of you humans will die. All right. Thanks, Terry. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's okay, kind of you know that's what? kind of the you know I think. I, I'm around. I'm around for it. I'm here cool. for it now. Cool. You did it. You got um, me there, Griff. Loxoda Chef. That's pretty good. I'm picturing like kind of like a um kind of Japanese inspired like you know, like, you, a, like, like a hibachi, like Benihana sort of thing. More, a little less performative, but more of just like you're at the little stall or not, or, or like the 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 side street um, mm. vendor station, and you're sitting at the the counter, and the kitchen's right there. Oh, okay, uh, so gotcha. like you can see them, and they interact with you, uh, and they're calling out, you know, instructions Stuff, and things like yeah. that. I can dig it. Yeah, very um, artisanal, very like like pres- like. We'll hand deliver you the food still though. A la, like in a ramen uh, stand. Yeah, um, a la like a Richard Simmons workout tape. Holy a shit! A workout instructor. <laughs> <laughs> crushed it! Crushed it! Yes, there that, we go. That Next, absolutely. Go yes. All right. So it's leg day. And that means squats. <laughs> I want to see some high knees. I want to see those booties pop. <laughs> <laughs> Shake the ground with that ass. <laughs> oh my God. Incredible. Well, okay, you know what? I wasn't so sure, but I, 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 uh, I'm vibing. I'm feeling it. Yeah. I got to say. Loxoda uh, or Loxoda? I like Loxoda. Loxoda? Yeah. I salute you. You're fucking rad. You're fucking rad. Mm. Awesome. Well, I think that about does it, yeah? I think that about does it. Folks, thank you for joining us once again for another episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. (laughs) That's right. I'm really just if you want to support us, you can do so by checking out our Patreon. Patreon dot (laughs) com slash (laughs) Ghostlight Media. Yeah, you can donate monthly, get some uh, cool rewards for yourself, and uh, give us some fantastic support that we very much appreciate. You know, we got a merch store. At we have merch. We have merch. I'm wearing it right now. We have merch at tpublic.com slash store slash ghostlight. See my merch? <laughs> it's good merch. Uh, and you can get yourself some cool shit there. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, truly, honestly, um, if you haven't been already, go support Cobalt Press. Uh, even just with their Tome of Beasts stuff, this shit rules. Mm-hmm. Um, they apparently have announced their own. <laughs> they decided to look Wizards in the Coast and say, I'm going to make my own TTRPG with Blackjack and Hookers. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited to see what that's like. I Fingers crossed this OGL shit's coming around a little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, they've already, damage has kind of already been done. The damage is done. There's not really much to do about it. Uh, But anyway. I'm excited to see what other third-party content creators are out there are doing. MCDM Mm -hmm. seems to be doing some cool shit. Yeah. All this to say, support your third-party content creators today. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, Words. Uh, Otherwise, Mm -hmm. if there's anything in specific that you want to see on the show, hit us up on... uh, on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. Um, if you're a third party that, content creator and you want us to fucking gas you up, like oh we will, like we call fucking us. will. My Fantastic. number is 
five five five. You won't. You won't. <laughs> I won't. You're right. <laughs> uh, beautiful. But um, you're fantastic. Uh, I've been Zach. I've been Griffin. And just remember, folks, at the <laughs> end of the day, it's all. It's all about love, baby. About love, baby. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Stupid. Thank you all for listening to episode 105 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghost Light Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghost Light Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons Connor, Zan, and Jeremy for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nicole Tuttle Rob for making our theme song. You can find Nicole on Twitter at Nicole Voice and on The Silent Secrets as part of Ghostlight Media. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for forcing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast, also part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, I wrote Go Give Your uh, Pet a Snuggle for Me, but I added an extra letter to pet and it says poet. So go find your favorite poet and give them a snuggle for me. Bye. This has been a Ghostlight Media production.